All right, we are back with a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. A little bit to discuss in terms of the gambling world when it comes to Philly. We'll jump into all that. But before I do, don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. And of course, check out libertyballers.com for all your Sixers needs. We are just over five weeks away from training camp getting started. So lots to discuss as we get into the final month of the NBA offseason. So Vegas win totals starting to leak out for the NBA now as we draw closer to the beginning of the 2021-22 season. No surprise to see who is listed or which team is listed with the highest over-under at 55.5 wins in the Eastern Conference. That is the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, if you have high-end talent like Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving on the roster, also Blake Griffin. So they got some big names there. Uh, Not surprised to see the Nets having the number one odds in the East. Now, will they play everyone? How much load management will we see? And as we saw from last season, Harden, Durant, Irving all had a hard time staying in the lineup for an extended period. So, again, that's something to keep an eye on. Coming in at second in the East is the defending NBA champs, obviously with Giannis Antetokounmpo, Milwaukee Bucks. They're sitting at 54 and a half. And then the Sixers come in third at 51 and a half. So, again, odds makers are looking at it and saying, all right, Philly's going to be about four games worse than Brooklyn, three behind the defending champs and the Bucks. I think that's about the right spot for the Sixers. Sure. Things ended terribly. It it was an awful end to the season, losing in seven to a team really the Sixers should have beaten in the Atlanta Hawks. But if you look at it, this is a squad that is basically returning its entire starting lineup. You've exchanged out Dwight Howard for Andre Drummond, depending on where you sit on that side. I mean, most people probably look at that as a wash, although I do think Drummond brings a little bit more offensively in terms of being able to score on the block, something Dwight could do earlier in his career. Uh, definitely not the same player now in terms of being able to score from the post. But, you know, when I'm looking at that, I think it's it's pretty much well known. I, I don't think it's a secret that everybody's looking at Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee as, as the top two teams in the East. And then, like I said, I think Philly's in the right spot at, at number three in terms of projected win totals. Now, looking back at last season, pundits had the Sixers at 44 and a half wins. They obviously were able to surpass that. Uh, going 49 and 23 in the shortened 72 game last 72 game schedule that they played last season, 681 winning percentage, pretty damn good. Also the best they had in, in 20 years since obviously AI Aaron McKee to come Matumbo, Larry Brown led that team, the 2000, 2001 squad to the NBA finals where they finished 56 and 26, slightly better at 683 than the 681 win percentage we saw from Philly last season. So, you know, for me, I, I think they, they have this about right. Like I said, even if Ben Simmons does end up being on the roster come time for opening day, I wouldn't be shocked by that at this point. I, I, you know, we've talked about this on this podcast before that the economic fallout of the pandemic, you know, not having fans in the stands, the three and a half percent salary cap increase that we saw year over year now uh, going into this season, change things, change the dynamics. Not a lot of stars, you know, shifted and, and, and change, change homes. You still have Damian Lillard potentially on the block. We'll find out more again as I think as we get into training camp. But I think that's obviously the situation that that's no secret. I'm not saying anything revolutionary here, but I think that is the one domino left to keep an eye on, right? If Portland comes out and struggles, and Portland really didn't do much of anything this offseason. So if, if Portland does come out and struggle, wouldn't it be surprising to see Lillard try and make a, a trade request and get out of there? 
Now, looking at the rest of the Eastern Conference, it's interesting to see the gap between Brooklyn and Philly, who are mentioned at number one and number three when it comes to projected win totals for next season by Vegas odds makers. Then you got the Heat coming in at four at 48 and a half. Obviously, their big move was, was bringing in Kyle Lowry. Still got Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. The list goes on there. But again, I, I think the odds makers are getting this right coming in just after the Heat at number five is Atlanta at 47 and a half wins. Celtics are tied with them as well. And then you got the Pacers, the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Toronto Raptors in the playing spots. So again, this sounds about right. I am interested to see how Charlotte does with LaMelo Ball getting another year under his belt. And they, the Hornets obviously made some, some moves as well, trying to bring in some extra talent. But, you know, I, I think the top four in the East are pretty much all going to be set uh, in terms of Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly, and then Miami. Again, I, as much as the people think that the Heat made these killer moves, I think Kyle Lowry moves the needle a bit. I still don't think that the Heat are as good as the Sixers. Even, even with those changes and even with a potentially unhappy Ben Simmons coming back and, and a Ben Simmons who, let's just say, hypothetically didn't work on anything in terms of free throws and, and being able to shoot the ball from the outside. So, you know, I think odds makers got that right. And I, I think we'll start to see the beginning of the season, how things play out, where, where the Sixers are at in terms of team chemistry. And I think we'll see that a lot in, in terms of body language, uh, how they're speaking to the media when it comes time for training camp. But again, having the Sixers at 51 and a half wins, I, I think is pretty close. Although at this point, I will still take the over because I, I as much as teams in the East improved, I don't see squads like the Bulls, uh, the Raptors really making a huge jump. They'll be better than last season, but not, I don't think they'll be crazy better. And I think the Knicks are going to fall off a bit too. And that's why it's interesting to see them uh, looking at the ninth highest win total in the Eastern conference. If you're looking at the West, uh, they have the age ancient Lakers at this point with Carmelo, Anthony, LeBron James, and a bunch of old dudes, but they're sitting at 52 and a half wins. Uh, the jazz sitting at 52.2 at number two, Phoenix at number three at 51 and a half. Then you got the Mavericks, the warriors, the nuggets, the Clippers at 44 and a half, obviously all eyes on Kawhi Leonard and what happens there with his rehab after, after the ACL injury in the playoffs. And then they got the trailblazers there at 44 and a half. So that's interesting to see too. Maybe, maybe odds makers are a little higher on, on what Portland can do, how that team is going to be, again, once again, led by Lillard and, and CJ McCollum. But again, not a lot of changes in Portland. I'm interested to see how Memphis improves. I think the Grizzlies will be a little bit better. Zion Williamson now going into his third season. He'll be looking to make a jump, but I don't know if the Pelicans did enough around him to really make a difference. And then you got the Sacramento Kings, 35 and a half perennial team that has missed the playoffs for 15 straight seasons. Again, interesting to see what happens there. Although De'Aaron Fox, another guy, uh, keep an eye on. I mean, nobody's officially included him in trade rumors, but you know, if 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 Daryl Morey and Elton Brand do want to deal with the Kings involving Ben Simmons, and the Kings are one of the teams who have been rumored to be in on Simmons, the ask there at this point with with a team that's ready to win now would have to be De'Aaron Fox. And again, unless a third team comes in that you're getting some win now assets, he's really the only guy that moves the needle when you're looking at Sacramento. So I don't know what you would think about these win totals. You can check them out online pretty much all anywhere. If you, if you want to look at uh, Vegas odds, you can go to DraftKings, which is obviously our partner site, but check it, check it out. And let, let us know what you think. You can hit me up on Twitter at jazzkang 21. That's J A S K A N G. And then the number 21. Um, yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I think Brooklyn at 55 and a half 
a good place for it to be in terms of being at the top of the heap, but remains to be seen what happens with the injuries with, with their big three with KD, Kyrie, and, and James Harden. And then Milwaukee also in a, in a good spot as well, returning most of their core with uh, Drew Holiday, Giannis, obviously, and and uh, and Chris Middleton. But again, I, I like where the Sixers are at. I, I don't think it's any secret that they're probably a, just a notch below those two teams. But I also think they're, the, the Sixers are a little bit ahead of, of Miami, despite all the changes the Heat made this offseason. So it's going to be interesting. Again, you know, we could talk about the Ben Simmons thing all day. Nothing new to report there, uh, although we should start to get some more information on that, as I said, you know, leading into September. But don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your fix, we are there. And of course, check out LibertyBallers.com for all your Sixers needs. Yeah.